Oceana Grill, Bourbon at Conti and the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Good afternoon and welcome to another edition of Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. 106.1 FM Nash Icon on your radio dial, taking you home each and every weekday afternoon, 4 to 6. Thank you so much uh, for being there. Certainly appreciate you listening to the program over the airwaves at 106.1 FM. Maybe you're listening on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, our digital platforms. Maybe at NashFM1061.com or EricAsher.com on the World Wide Web. 
Or again, maybe again, you're checking out our podcast because our podcast is everywhere. Anchors our home baseball on all podcasting platforms. Just search Inside New Orleans Show with Eric Ash. You'll find it fairly easily. And then, of course, uh, at Eric underscore Ash on Twitter, Eric Ash on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. Uh, that is our social media platforms. This week on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports, we have an award-winning journalist joining us. Uh, Les East of CrestCitySports.com and Saturday Down South will join us straight from Saints Camp. Uh, again, that's uh, this Thursday at 1 o'clock with our live broadcast on WLA-TV. Also live streaming on the WLA-TV YouTube page. Uh, 6 p.m. is our first rebroadcast on Thursday night on WLA-TV. 10 o'clock on the Deuce, that's WLA-TV 2. Friday night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock LAE. Saturday morning at 2 a.m. on the Deuce. Saturday afternoon at 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. Always on our social media platforms, always at ericasher.com, and always on the WLATV YouTube page, so you can check that out again at your leisure. On the program today, Mike Triplett is going to join us from ESPN at 4.35. He was at Saints camp today. He'll give us his update on uh, what happened with the Saints. Saints had inclement weather, so had to go indoors uh, for practice, so it was closed to the public. Um, Larry Holder of The Athletic will join us at 5.35, and we'll concentrate on what's going on with uh, the Saints and also the NFL uh, with him. Saints are said to be signing Chris Herndon the fourth. Uh, you know him as a tight end, former Jet, former Viking. Uh, he is going to, going to be part of the tight end room, which is interesting. I mean, maybe again it's because uh, you know Jawan Johnson's been injured, etc. Um, you know, when you look at, the, at this, uh, at the, this it's going to be you know constant influx when you start talking about um, training camp. Saints are always going to bring in veterans to try to see again if there's something left in the tank on these guys, and ultimately if. Um, you know, that they can participate and, and be part of the New Orleans Saints as well. So, again, uh, this is the first of probably many that, that we're going to see going forward. But, look, let's face it. Look, I told you. Look, we don't know. It's only been practice. Uh, two days of pads. Uh, but Adam Troutman is starting to play pretty well. Okay? And I thought he would this year. Hopefully, again, that will continue. Taysom Hill is going to be a big part of that tight end room as well. Uh, I, I got high hopes for Juwan Johnson based on what he did last year. Nick Vanette is a pro who can, again, be, be a great interior blocker for you and also catch, catch the football. He may be on a little bit of a bubble here now with, again, the, the, the talent they have there because, again, we all seem to, again, be wanting to see Lucas Crow and what he may bring to the table. You know, former Florida tight end, uh, transferred to Pitt. Um, and, and a guy that, again, has got all the measurables you want for a tight end. So we'll see how that kind of plays out with the tight end room. But, again, uh, Saints in the midst of, again, um, uh, their second padded practice today. And uh, we'll get more from uh, Mike Triplett uh, at 535. But a bunch of big stories today, and we're going to jump right into it now. And as, as, if, as if the NFL doesn't need any more bad headlines after the slap on the wrist they gave to Deshaun Watson yesterday, uh, here we go. Shampoo, rinse, repeat. Uh, and by the way, a little bit later on in, in the program, I'm going to go through uh, the Deshaun Watson uh, uh, ruling once again. A lot of stuff that we talked about yesterday has been clarified now, and, and I'll go through that for you. So, again, you have some clarity on, again, what we're looking at in terms of Deshaun Watson, uh, possible appeal, et cetera. What can the NFL do? Uh, you know, there's been a lot of talk out there that, that uh, the commissioner can come in and, and overrule. No, the commissioner can they, they can come in and um, uh, they, they can uh, uh, object to uh, the, the ruling and, and appeal the ruling. Uh, but there is no unilateral situation where the, where the um, commissioner can come in and overrule uh, and the independent arbitrator. So we'll talk a little bit about that a little bit later because, um, you know, <laughs> let me say this. Uh, 
what happened today, the bomb that dropped today, has everything to do with your New Orleans Saints. Uh, after a six-month investigation, the NFL has taken away the Miami Dolphins' first-round pick in 2023 uh, and then a third-round pick in the 2024 draft. Uh, Miami owner Stephen Ross was fined $1.5 million and is suspended until October, October the 17th of this year. He's banished from the, from the Dolphins' facility and operations. Uh, he's been removed from all league committees indefinitely and cannot attend the NFL uh, meetings. Uh, 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 cannot attend the NFL meetings, I'm sure, that while he's out. His partner, um, uh, his partner Bruce Beal, has been fined five hundred thousand dollars. Cannot attend the the, the meetings uh, for the rest of uh, of twenty twenty two. For what you ask, tampering, tampering. NFL investigators found that again that there was tampering at an unprecedented scope and severity by the Miami Dolphins. The Dolphins had impermissible uh, communications with Tom Brady in the 2019-2020 season while he was under contract to the Patriots. Those communications began as early as August of 2019 and continued throughout the 2019 season and postseason. These numerous detailed discussions were, were conducted by Beal, who in turn kept Ross and the other Dolphins executives informed of discussions with, with again, then-Patriots uh, quarterback Tom Brady. The Dolphins, again, had an impermissible communications with both Brady and his agent during and after the 2021 season while he was under contract to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Though discussions began no later than December, early December of 2021, and focused on Brady uh, becoming a limited partner in the Dolphins and possibly serving as a football executive, although at times it also included the possibility of him playing quarterback for the Miami Dolphins as well. Both Ross and Beal were active participants in this discussion. In January of 2022, the Dolphins had impermissible communications with Don Yee, the agent for Sean Payton, who also, by the way, is the agent for Tom Brady, um, about having Payton serve as the Miami Dolphins head coach. Miami did not seek consent from the New Orleans Saints to have these discussions, which occurred before Peyton announced his decision to retire. That, again, that's, that's the, the wording of, 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 the, of the NFL. He did not remember. He did not retire. He said he did not retire. Okay? He was taking a break. Uh, but it, his decision to retire as head coach of the New Orleans Saints. Following the announcement, Miami requested permission to speak to Peyton for the first time, which the New Orleans Saints declined to grant. The NFL also said they found no evidence that Ross offered or, or, or to, uh, offered to pay former head coach um, uh, Flores uh, $100,000 per loss. One such comment is claimed by Ross that he offered uh, uh, Flores to, uh, to pay Flores $100,000 to lose games, as to which is differing re- recollections on the wording, timing, and context. However, phrase such a comment was not intended to be taken seriously, okay, or a serious offer nor was the subject pursued in any respect by Ross or anyone else in the club. Look, let's be real here, okay? First of all, um, are you buying that? <laughs> okay? Are you buying that? The NFL's all over this for one reason, okay? Uh, again, they're in bed with, with the gambling houses now. They're in bed with casinos. They're partners with, with, with the NFL. Um, Ross's total disregard for NFL rules, how can you believe that, again, for, uh, again uh, Ross over Flores? I mean, I don't, okay? Ross can say now he said it in jest or he was kidding. Obviously, Flores didn't believe he was kidding, okay? Obviously, Flores did not believe he was kidding that he was being offered $100,000 to lose. Now, the, the, the facts prove that the Dolphins didn't lose those games on purpose and because Flores did not participate. But, the, again, the NFL has the, has the integrity of the game at stake here. 
gambling, their gambling partners, again, are front and center on this. The NFL's never going to admit that an owner tried to incentivize his head coach to lose for a better draft position. So, again, first of all, I'm not buying into that. You know, the, N- the NFL will, again, shape uh, their, their matches the way they want to shape it. And, of course, they're not going to come out and say that, you know, one of their coaches got a $100,000 incentive to be able to lose. And then it was said in jest. If that conversation is being had between Ross and, and Flores, and Flores is the head coach, you better believe he's listened to every word that the, that the owner sang. Okay? Now to the Saints and Peyton. Look, I told you this, again, on at least two occasions. That Mickey Loomis, at least on two occasions, Mickey Loomis would would not or could not discuss his feelings about the sudden departure of Sean Payton. Remember at the farewell press conference, okay? And then at the Senior Bowl, okay? And it was strange, okay? And I'm surprised that, again, no one's ever even followed up on this, but I'm sure they're going to follow up now, and we're going to have to find out. But let's let's face it. Payton is the reason for Loomis' success in the NFL. Pre-Payton, Loomis was fledgling at best. Okay, as part of the Saints' front office. Okay? But yet he had nothing to say about uh, Peyton leaving abruptly. A guy that, was he, that, again, we've heard considered one of his best friends. A guy that he worked hand-in-hand with for 16 years in building the Saints. Are you kidding me? Look, you know what happened? He knew. He knew about the, the situation uh, with uh, Peyton's agent, Don Yee. He knew the deal, okay? He knew that Yee had, in, had engaged in talks with the Dolphins, uh, Dolphins owner, uh, uh, Stephen Ross. And let's face it, he was pissed. He was let down. He was blind, blindsided. You fill in the blank. It, it, it comes very, very clear now. And I'm, again, we talked about it then, especially again after again the um, when when Mike Florio came out with on, with Pro Football Talk when he first reported this, and we talked about it on this program. You know, ah, ha ha, it's an aha moment. Remember what I said? Now you know why again Loomis is not discussing the Peyton situation. Maybe he was a little blindsided at first, but now we know why, okay? Loomis blocked Peyton from going to the Dolphins, okay, when they finally asked permission after his abrupt departure. But let's face it, Yee should have never been in those conversations at all. Can I ask this question? Where's Don Yee's penalty? He's an agent. Where's his penalty? He had to know, again, that, again, he was breaking NFL rules when he was engaging in these conversations about Tom Brady when he's with the Patriots and with the, and with the Bucks to possibly, again, become a, a quarterback, for the, for, for the quarter, quarterback for the Dolphins or, again, a, again a, being a limited partnership as an owner. He had to know this, okay? And then the situation with Sean Payton is even more egregious. It's even more egregious, okay? So where's his penalty, number one? Where's his penalty? Plus, the only team that is hurt in this deal, it's not the Patriots. Okay, if you remember, Tom Brady was, again, there was a mutual, uh, a mutual uh, parting of the ways with, with the Patriots and, and, and Tom Brady. He signed with the Bucks. There was a lot of talk he wanted to come to the Saints. Remember? If Drew Brees would, 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 not, would, would have retired and would not have come back. Now, were the Saints involved in tampering there? Well, I have no idea. But again, that was the rumor, right? That Brady was very interested in coming to New Orleans before Tampa and was waiting to see what Drew Brees' decision was going to be before he made his decision. Once Brees decided to come back, he went to Tampa. Tampa got Tom Brady. They got a Super Bowl out of it. The Patriot, again, had run their course with Tom Brady, even though, again, uh, they were damaged as well. But not to the, not to the case or, or, or to the point where the Saints are. Saints are the only team that's hurt here. Why aren't the Saints receiving those draft picks? 
Why are the Saints receiving the first and third round pick? Or, again, at least two number one picks that, that uh, the, um, the Dolphins possess. Okay? Think about this. The Saints are the only one that lost anything. They lost the greatest coach in the history of the organization. The Dolphins have two first-round picks after they traded with San Francisco. They have the Niners' 2023 uh, first-round choice. They had their own before it was taken away by the NFL. The Bucks are somewhat of an injured party. Should they get at least a third-round pick out of this deal? Okay, because of the tampering? I mean, a case can be made for the pass, but again, remember, Brady left the, 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 the left for the Bucks, not the Dolphins. He could have left and went to the Dolphins. He didn't. The NFL punished the Dolphins, but the Saints get nothing. They're the victim of this tampering at the end of the day. Peyton insisted he wasn't retiring. Remember that. But yet he's still under contract with the New Orleans Saints. So once again, the Saints get screwed by Goodell. I mean, I don't get this. So they take the draft picks away from the Dolphins, and they go into gone. Poof, into thin air. What do the Saints get out of the deal? The Saints are the injured party here. There's no doubt about it. Here's the other thing. Why hasn't the NFL banned Peyton and Brady from ever joining the Dolphins? I mean, there's tampering involved here. So what, they're going to wait a couple years, and then they're going to head on over to Miami? I mean, at this point, you already know what was, what was, what was being set in motion here. Why hasn't the NFL banned both Sean Payton and Tom Brady from ever joining the Dolphins after they were found to be guilty of tampering? Why is that not in, in, involved in this at all? Look, I'm going to go back to what was being said in the aftermath of Sean Payton uh, resigning as head coach of the New Orleans Saints. And everybody's throwing speculation out there. And look, I told you guys then, I had at least four sources that told me that Payton's wife wanted out of New Orleans, that she felt unsafe in her uptown compound. Well, let's, put some, let, let's, let's be speculating here for a moment. You don't think for a second that Don Yee did not go to Sean Payton and say, look, the Dolphins are, are interested in you to be their head coach. You're going to have total control. Oh, by the way, Tom Brady's going to become a limited partner in the Dolphins, and he's going to be your quarterback. It's going to be a package deal. What do you think? You don't think that was ever brought up? You don't think he passed on that proposed plan of Brady to the Dolphins, part owner and quarterback and Peyton as head coach? You don't think that was discussed in, in, in the Peyton household? You don't think for a second that Peyton and his wife did not discuss that, knowing again that Peyton's wife is not happy in New Orleans? I mean, give me a break, ladies and gentlemen. I don't have to be Colombo to put this together. The Saints are the injured party here. Not the Bucks, not the Packs. The Saints have their de facto GM and head coach walk under contract. Walking away, wait a minute, from, folks, from millions of dollars. Millions of dollars. Money he's not going to make up this year. I don't care what Fox pays him or what network pays him. He's not going to make up the money that he made, that he, that he was making here in New Orleans. One of the highest paid head coaches in the NFL. And was, again, as, as part of this deal, if you go back to Mike Florio's uh, original uh, report, they were going to make him the highest paid head coach for the Dolphins. Even more money. So he walks away from millions. He walks away from total control here in New Orleans. He walks away from a place he will never be fired. Okay? I mean, literally. Okay? He, he would, literally, he would have to go on a killing spree to be able to be fired in New Orleans. What is it, what is it Edward said? You'd have to be found in bed with, with either uh, um, uh, uh, a dead girl or a live boy. Yeah, one of those type of situations. There was no way in the world that Mickey Loomis nor, again, Gail Benson was going to fire Sean Payton. No way, no how. 
So at the end of the day, the only injured party here again is the New Orleans Saints. But they get nothing. There was no draft choice compensation. The draft choices went out in thin air. They're gone. Where's their compensation? For even, again, planting the seed of a possibility of him moving on. Much less, again, moving on in a, in a tandem deal with, the, with, again, with Tom Brady to the Dolphins. So let me say this, ladies and gentlemen, and I've said this before. That's why I wasn't buying anything that Peyton was saying on the podium. That's why I got a lot of people took me to task when, I, when I, again, I ripped him on social media directly, on Twitter, when he was talking about how, oh, how tough it was to be sitting there and watching the All-22 and, oh, I'm watching my players and blah, 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 blah. Okay? You walked away. You walked away. And now we know why you walked away. It was a more enticing situation for you. And even as it is in the Dolphins, and now you're still thinking about there's another enticing situa- situation elsewhere, whether that be with Dallas, whether that be with the Los Angeles Chargers, at all. Who knows? But he seemed to be pretty happy here in New Orleans until all the stuff was going on behind the scenes. So let me ask you this, ladies and gentlemen. What happens next season when he ends up on another NFL team, when he's the head coach there and he starts, again, rating your coaching staff? The Saints coaching staff. When he starts raiding your free agents, what happens then? How are you feeling then? Oh, yeah, maybe you got a pick or two from, the, uh, from again, the, the club that's going to sign him because he's still under contract here. But, again, when was the seed planted? Was the seed planted by Don Yee with the situation with the Dolphins? You don't think there's a reason why Mickey Loomis is not pissed off right now? And probably this entire organization, they basically begged him to stay. Remember, the, remember the, um, the, the conversation on the podium? Yeah, uh, well, they, they spent most of the last two days going from um, Loomis' office to Mrs. Benson's office to Dennis Lausch's office and one, two, three, four, um, again. And it never budged him. Now, the NFL knows who the injured party is, is and, and against the New Orleans Saints. But again, they've done nothing to mitigate their loss. Nothing to mitigate the loss of Sean Payton. Nothing. They don't get anything. And I was trying, ladies and gentlemen, I was looking, looking, trying to do the research, and probably somebody can do deeper research than I can, and I'll be all over tonight, you better believe it, to see if there's ever been an instance where there was a tampering situation and, a, a, and the team that was tampered with, okay, ended up getting draft picks or players because of tampering. Because if that precedent is set, why isn't Goodell finding it, following it? And if it isn't set, why isn't Goodell setting another precedent? Well, why? Because we know why. The wrath of, of Goodell continues against the New Orleans Saints. Don't ever expect him to be able, again, to look favorable on the New Orleans Saints for anything until, again, he's not commissioner anymore. And then, that, again, that's based on, again, a long track record of, again, his situation dating back to, again, Vikingate, which is, again, where this thing took the left turn with the New Orleans Saints and, 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 and the NFL front office, including Roger Goodell. But I think it's blatantly unfair when, you, when now that this thing is exposed and we know it, and yes, the Dolphins got penalized, but the Saints got nothing. The Bucs are not losers. They got a Super Bowl out of Tom Brady. The Patriots and Bucs had run their course. You can say, well, the Saints and, and, and Peyton ran their course. Well, uh, up until when? Again, everyone in the building was shocked when he said he wanted to move on. Everyone. Where's that seed planted from? The Miami situation? Maybe, maybe not. There should be compensation coming the Saints' way. And obviously it's not. Pretty pathetic, if you ask me, again. And, and what's, <laughs> what's to stop this from happening again? Uh, you know, okay, they lost a couple picks because they got caught. They got fined. Big deal. 
when you're a billionaire, how much again does does 1.3 million mean to you? When you're when you're when you're a billionaire, how much does 500,000 mean to you at the end of the day? Honestly, yeah, it's money. It hurts. But like I said, the only injured party that has not been that has not been compensated here that didn't get their loss mitigated was the New Orleans Saints. And the beat goes on. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Coming up next, Mike Trippett of ESPN is going to join us on the program. A little bit later on the show, in the second hour, I'm going to, I'm going to touch on what happened with Deshaun Watson and clarify a little bit more about um, what happened with, 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 the, uh, with the ruling uh, by uh, former Judge Sue Robinson, how she came to her conclusion, and again, why, again, uh, the book was not thrown at Deshaun Watson as we all expected it to be. And on all that, well, again, if you if you go back and you, you read everything that's happening uh, since that ruling, it's all on the NFL and the precedent that they set on why, again, she could not throw the book at him. We'll do that in the second hour. Coming up next is Mike, next is Mike Triplett of ESPN. I'm Eric Asher. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. I don't care where you live. Burkhardt has their trucks strategically set up all over the metropolitan area. Well, the, their, their NACE certified technicians take home their vehicles, so again, they can beat to you quickly. Whether, again, it's on call after hours or, again, during the business hours where they give you that 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home or your business, and, of course, doing only the work that's necessary. Truly, a company can trust. They are authorized to service all brands, can sell you some of the top brands in the industry. Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, a company can trust, never gouge you, never cheat you, a company I've trusted for decades. That's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. We'll be right back. Inside New Orleans, if it's New Orleans sports, culture, food. Inside New Orleans with Eric Asher is talking about it. Weekdays at 4 on 1061 Nash Icon and available online anytime at nashfm1061.com. This report is sponsored by Allstate. Are you a safe driver? Are you looking to save money? With DriveWise from Allstate, the safer you drive, the more you can save. At Allstate, better protection costs a whole lot less. Visit Allstate.com or call an agent for a quote today. Look out for accidents on your surface streets, Broadway at South Claiborne, also accidents Clio at South Broad, also Drew Avenue at Spain Street, and also LB Landry Avenue at Newton. I'm at Robinson Broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. 
Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can handle. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com and tell them Eric sent you. If you're in the market for a quality used car, come visit us at Southern Tire Auto Sales. We have a large selection of pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs for every taste and budget. Every pre-owned vehicle on the lot has been carefully inspected for safety and quality. At Southern Tire Auto Sales, we'll only sell you the best used vehicles and we'll never sell you something we wouldn't buy ourselves. Financing is available. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. And now, a no-frills ad sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Here it is. You can save big when you bundle your home and auto with Progressive. That's it. See? Just a good old-fashioned straightforward ad. See if you can save at 1-800-PROGRESSIVE or Progressive.com. Don't forget about my friends at Southern Tire Hickory and Airline in Metairie. As, as the summer winds down, you're trying to get that last bit of vacation in. Maybe you're hitting the road this weekend, maybe over the next couple weeks. Folks, make sure you bring your vehicle over to Southern Tire. ASC certified mechanics, again, that, uh, that have, um, uh, again, the latest in diagnostic equipment available to them to make sure, again, your car is in tip-top shape when it hits the road. Need tires, the largest selection of tires in the metropolitan area, bar none. Something for everyone's budget. Also, again, at Southern Tire, uh, they pride themselves on, again, getting the job done right the first time. Uh, if you're looking for a company you can trust when it comes to your vehicle, it's Southern Tire Hickory and Airline in Metairie. Owned by the Piazza family since 1972. Uh, again, uh, open, open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6, Saturday from 8 to 3. 504-737-1558 is the phone number. Or you go to southerntire.com and check out all the service they provide for their customers, including that diagnostic page where you can troubleshoot uh, problems with your vehicle. At Southern Tire, they, again, they treat their customers like family. Owned by the Piazza family since 1972 at Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline in Metairie. All right, joining us on the program now, welcome back to the show, is uh, Mike Trippett of ESPN. Mike covers the Saints for ESPN. Mike, how you doing? Doing good, Eric. By the way, nobody reads an ad like you. You, uh, I, I believe you every time, man. You well, thank you, Mike. You, you're committed. Because it, it, it's the truth. It's the truth, my friend. But I, <laughs> but I, pre- I appreciate the compliment. I do. I appreciate the compliment. <laughs> Mike, I got to ask you, man. <laughs> Uh, today's today's story on, on on again the tampering between the with the Dolphins and and Sean Payton, it's not mind blowing because Mike Florio again reported this a few months ago and a lot of people were just downplaying and then now of course after what a, a six month investigation the NFL's come forward, I mean it, it, I mean they, they've said it I mean as far as the you know the 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 scope and the breadth of, of this particular tamping situation, 
but it seems to me the only injured party here is the New Orleans Saints. You know, I mean, the the, the draft picks that the that the Dolphins are losing. Yes, they're losing picks, but again, they were the perpetrator here. Uh, the, the 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 Patriots and and um, and uh, Brady looked like they were parting ways. They 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 had come to the end of their road. Okay, even though that tampering was being done there, he didn't sign with the Dolphins. He ended up signing with the Bucks, and then of course more tampering going on there. But again, the Bucks didn't lose anything. They got a Super Bowl out of it. But the Saints, again, uh, all-time winningest head coach, the guy's the head of the organization, again, he's no longer here. And, and one, you know, you can put one, two, three together, and you can say, even if it wasn't to go to the Dolphins, again, with Yee, his agent, uh, maybe that seed was planted. Because, you know, at some point he had to go back to Peyton and say, hey, Dolphins are really interested. Maybe, maybe a combo of, of, of you and Peyton, uh, I mean, you and, uh, and Brady ended up with the Dolphins. So whether, again, it was the seed that started this movement or, again, whatever it was, the Saints are the ones that right now are, that are sitting there without their head coach. Yeah, I don't know the full story, but I, I didn't, I don't necessarily put two and two together quite to that extent. I mean, first of all, if you read the complaint or the findings, it said that their tampering with Peyton took place in January before he announced his retirement. And right. I mean, I had heard in November and December that he was thinking of walking away and you know some people didn't think he would be that serious about it and when he had time you know he'd get his batteries recharged and stuff but uh, i think the point was that seed was planted long before he retired and then you know as we heard after the fact the saints basically declined to accept his retirement and gail benson told him go on vacation for a month right come back to us you know like make sure this is really what you want to do and we'll give you time to think about it before he announced his retirement so Apparently, the tampering took place, you know, during in January when when the Dolphins got wind or he let them know, or it wasn't a very closely guarded secret that that Sean Payton was going to leave the Saints, and they were like, you know, well, we want him. <laughs> what would it take to get him? Um, and so, I don't think that was why Payton left to try to get the Dolphins' job. And no. and then obviously, step two is, you know, when the you know. The Dolphins got in trouble for not going through proper channels, but when they did go through proper channels, Mickey Loomis said, no, you can't talk to our coach. Um, you can't even consider the idea, and we won't trade him to you. So, um, you know, that would have been a necessary step as well for the Saints to agree to the deal, and they had, they weren't interested in agreeing to it. So I don't know for sure. And the, the one thing we still don't know um, is how serious Peyton was about the idea of going to the Dolphins because he has said at every turn, if he wanted to keep coaching for another year, he would have done it with the Saints. Uh, I do think he will coach again, maybe as early as next year. But I think I think he wanted a year off. So I, I don't know for sure that he would have gone to the Dolphins. Maybe it would have been too good of a situation to pass up if everything fell into place. $25 million a year. Tom Brady right. is the president of the team. Right. Like, maybe that would have lured him. But, I, you know, I, I guess to answer your original question, though, I don't think – this potential arrangement is what led him to retire. Is it strange to you that Mickey Loomis has never really commented on the departure of of of, of uh, Sean Payton? Uh, what do you mean? Well, I mean, y'all, y'all, again, you guys, y'all, y'all asked him about it, about it at the original press conference, right? And then again, asked him for his thoughts at the Senior Bowl. And in both cases, he kind of sidestepped the conversation, said he needed time. Um. I'd have to go back and try to remember that. I I, I feel like he's commented on it, but but um, that, now, you, think now so. you've got me wondering. I'll have to go back and look it up. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. Even at the senior bowl, I mean, he, he dodged the question, didn't want to talk about it. And it was weeks later, 
You know, I mean, you know, put it, put into words again, you know, your thoughts on, on, on losing Sean Payton and he really didn't want to talk about it. To me, again, I'm again outside looking in, not too happy about the situation and probably not too happy about the Dolphins situation as well. It'd be interesting to see again if, if ultimately now he does speak on that. If again, um, you know, his reasoning by behind not talking about it earlier. And again, if this if this investigation or again, this on this uh, this tampering situation had anything to do with it. Yeah, I mean. Uh, I suppose it's possible. I have a little bit of a different memory, but I, I could be wrong. I mean, we, we, we talked to Mickey on and off the record a lot at the Senior Bowl. We talked to him on and right. off the record a lot at the Combine. And I, I feel like he discussed uh, his thoughts on it, maybe maybe on the in record? more off-the-record capacity and didn't, yeah. didn't have like his formal statement. But I, I don't mm-hmm. remember getting the impression that he was super bitter about the way things went down. And, and, and obviously, I, I could be wrong to a certain extent. They could think... Sean was angling for another job, but I, I think, look, if if you're Mickey Loomis and you're like, you know, upset with the way Peyton left and Peyton wanted to work and was angling for another job, well, then you should have got a couple first round draft picks out of it, or, right. or you know, a, a big haul. Well, and, um, and that's still and, possibility, and, right? And I mean, I've said this all along. Think, I'm not I giving Peyton think, away. I mean, when, I when it comes up each, the next time, I do. Ahead, think I'm sorry. With each passing year. I mean, now now it becomes a bind. Um, you know, let's say Dennis Allen has a successful year uh, mm-hmm. or a good enough year that you you don't want to re- fire Dennis Allen and and you don't want to bring Sean Payton back because you've got a new coach now. Certainly, if it's two years from now, I just think with each passing year that 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 price tag, that fair market value for Sean Payton goes down uh, mm. each year. You know, last year they had a they had a job. If Sean Payton right. wanted to coach, he had to coach for the Saints. This year is not the same conversation. If Sean Payton's wants to coach, they don't have an opening. Um, then, then it's a little harder to play hardball. So unless it's a team like the Dallas Cowboys or certainly a rival like the Carolina mm-hmm. Panthers who have been rumored, then you drive that price up. If if an AFC team wants to hire him and the Saints don't have a job for him, I, I do wonder if that price goes down with each passing year. Um, two years left on his deal? Is that what it is? <sighs> Good question. It I, was it three at the time? I think it was three. At the end of this yeah, I thought it was yeah. three. Yeah. Uh, again, so, I'd also, yeah, again, they, if I'm Loomis. They, they have some power here, but yeah. I, I'd be very surprised. You know, if it becomes a team like the Dolphins, unless they're bit, bitter with the Dolphins or something like that, or if it becomes mm-hmm. an AFC team or a non-rival um, I, I, I don't know if, I don't know if you get that, like John Gruden price, uh, or the multiple first round picks. I don't think it'll be as low as what the Buccaneers got for, uh, you know, when, when, or the Buccaneers gave Arizona for Bruce Arians, but, right. um, you know, I, you know, it remains to be seen. These are, these are always, mm-hmm. <laughs> each one is a case by case basis, but I, I do think the fact that the, the Saints, if the Saints aren't looking to rehire him, I think it becomes harder to, uh, mm-hmm. To play hardball, unless they do feel like that, that that he was, you know, just trying to break a contract all along. But I've never gotten that impression. Right. Interesting. You say rehire. I've never heard that before. Ne- never heard again no, well, the possibility. I mean, I yeah, I mean, I don't. Think, and I know it's speculation I don't on your think part. That is a possibility. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I kind of feel like that. That kind of that ship has kind of sailed here. Let, right. Let's talk about uh, the team today, and, and of course, meaning again, uh, this training camp. You've been at training camp. You've seen the the, the non-padded practices, the padded practices. Your impression. Oh, it's so early. Um, you know, I, I, I think um, the big thing that I said going into training camp is I think if everybody is back on the field and we see them out there, 
Um, I think locally, but especially nationally, I think the, the perception is really going to change when people realize how talented this team really is, when they see everyone back. And I think we're about halfway there. I think Michael Thomas coming back on day one was huge. I mean, I don't expect him to be the NFL Offensive Player of the Year, Michael Thomas, but if he is just 70% of that, uh, it would be an incredible addition to this offense, and I, and I think he can be a lot more than 70% of that. So that was huge. The offensive line, oh, my goodness. I, I, I think they were very secretly the biggest detriment to this team last year of all the injuries when they were so banged up, this team couldn't get a first down in the second half of last season. And they are so healthy now that, um, that there's competitions. You know, I mean, they, they just look so loaded, even without Teron Armstead. You've got Trevor Penning pushing James Hurst to the left tackle job. You got Andrews Pete back. You got Ryan Ramchek back. You got some young guys who look good. So I think those are real positives. I think it's, you know, disappointing, a little unsettling that, that Tyron Matthew isn't there. I know he's dealing with things in his personal life that, that hopefully won't, you know, affect him personally or his ability to play football. But I, it would be more comforting, I think, to know for sure that, um, you know, he was working with the team. It's disappointing not to see Taysom Hill there after he suffered a rib injury. But, look, injuries are going to happen. They're not going to be 100%. The roster's not going to be completely intact all year. But, um, as long as they are close to having their full starting uh, 22 and, and, and yes. key backups, this is a really talented team still. I, I'd agree. Um, Trevor Penning, now that the pads are on, your, your thoughts? Well, he's made quite an impression the last couple of days because he, uh, he, goes, uh, he, he goes until the whistle stops, true to his reputation. But I thought it was interesting talking to a coach today that, you know, saying he's not out there cheap-shotting people. He wasn't out there getting under people's skin in OTAs and minicamp. He's not uh, a tempo violator and walk through. Uh, but when the pads are on and the drill is live, um, he's going to go to the whistle and maybe past it. Um, uh, but that's encouraged. And, and, you know, he's become a marked man. It seems like everybody wants to fight him <laughs> uh, after, after a couple practice scuffles. But obviously that's one of the things they liked about him and then want to <clears throat> hone in with him. I think that's going to be a really close, uh, training camp battle because James Hurst is a very legitimate proven pro sure. and Trevor Penning's going to have to prove he comes along quickly to, to take that job away in week one. But I think the team is really excited about all the reasons they drafted him, the power and the athleticism and the rare combination of those two that he shows that if it's not week one, it might be week 10. It'll certainly be mm-hmm. by next year, but I think they're really excited in what they drafted. In, in He's definitely a mammoth of a man. There's no doubt about yeah, that. No um, Abram Smith, your thoughts so far? He's looked good in, in, in a couple of doses, and, and I think he absolutely has a chance to make this roster uh, because special teams is actually a big strength of his. I think he'll probably be, uh, could very quickly be a, a core special teams player. Um, and, you know, he's such a powerful guy who runs so hard um, that, uh, you know, the outside zone scheme fits him really well, one cut and go, that, uh, I imagine he'll become a fan favorite during the preseason game. Um, I, I'd be very shocked if, if we're talking about him like pushing Mark Ingram for that backup job early in his career. But uh, mm-hmm. I, think, I think he will be a guy who sticks around on this team for sure. Talk about um, DeMarco Jackson and, if you would, also Jordan Jackson, the two draft picks. I'm going to see um, DeMarco as the linebacker, Jordan the, uh, the defensive tackle. I'd be lying if I said I had a real impression of either of them after, after mm-hmm. just two days in pads. Um, but uh, uh, the linebacker in particular, 
a little bit of a shallow position, especially since they decided not to bring back Quan Alexander, two different types of linebackers, obviously, but when right. you're just playing the numbers game, I, I think, uh, um, you know, I think he's a guy who'll get on the field a lot early for special teams, but I mean, some of the guys in front of him, Zach Bond, Caden Ellis, if, if, if he shows a spark, he's a guy who could, you know, definitely has a great opportunity, probably a better opportunity than some other position groups to mm-hmm. carve out an even bigger role. How about Adam Troutman? How, how's he looked so far? He's been he's been one of the the positives. Um, mm-hmm. uh, obviously, nobody wants to hear Adam Troutman hype after he got overhyped last year, and I think everybody right. just assumed he was going to play this monster role last year, and he didn't live up to that. But he was battling an injury. I thought, was it? Did he have his appendix removed? I think, if, if I'm remembering right, or, or you know something that really slowed him down mm-hmm. um, this time last summer. He's really hit the ground running. Um, this year, and that, speaking of another position where they need somebody yeah. to to stand out, especially since Taysom Hill hasn't been practicing. I know I know Nick Underhill at New Orleans South Football said he's leading. You know, through yesterday, he was leading the team in in targets and receptions in team drills in a very small sample size so far. But sure. they, they've stood out too. Um, he I, he had a really nice uh, uh, went up and got a catch that Ian Book threw to him. He had another one. Uh, from uh, Jameis Winston that really stood out as one of his better passes of the day a couple days ago uh, deep down the field. So, um, you know, I, I've noticed him a lot, uh, and, and I wasn't surprised at all that he's he's the guy who's who's been targeted the most in camp so far. How about Lucas Crow? Because that's, an, that's a college uh, free agent, street free agent, uh, I mean, a college free agent that, you know, I mean, he had a really nice, uh, look like he had a really nice yeah. career at, at Florida happening, but, you know, he had Pitts in front of him there, and then, of course, he goes to Pitt, and, he, and he's one of their top top uh, pass catchers. How's he looking? Yeah, it's uh, he, is, he was one of the guys who stood out in OTAs in minicamp and got talked about for some of that free agent who could make the team buzz. Um, had a real nice catch the other day. Uh, was pretty wide open for a, a nice gain, I should say, uh, the other day. So that that's another position where nobody's going to hold you back. Now, I think there's more depth there, than, especially the report that they just signed Chris Herndon. Um, yeah. If Taysom Hill comes back from the rib injury, Jawan Johnson, Adam Troutman, Nick Vanette, they signed J.P. Holtz from the Bears, a veteran mm-hmm. who, who's earned a place in this league for years. So it, it's not going to be the easiest position uh, to stand out in, but yeah, he's got to be on a short possible, list possible practice squad though. What's that? Yeah, no question. Possible practice no squad. Question. No question. Yeah. If, if um, not big, big year for Cesar Ruiz at that guard position. Yeah. Um, and even Coach talked about the fact that he didn't have two back-to-back OTAs uh, over the last couple of years, yep. uh, and, and that hurt him coming out of, out of uh, Michigan. How's he looking? Well, Zach Streif was just – we were just talking to, about him today. He said Doug Marone's going to be really good for him in particular because of how detailed Doug Marone is and, and how much Cesar Ruiz uh, likes the detailed coaching and, and has been missing out on it with those two shortened off-seasons the last two years. Um, so – I mean, what a boon that would be for this team if, if you know, I mean, he's he's been so inconsistent the first two years, and inconsistent might be putting it nicely, that if he turns into not only a, an asset, but a true first-round talent who can, can hone that, you know, burst and quickness that he has, that would, that would be huge for this team. Talk about Andy Dalton and Jameis Winston at the quarterback yeah. position, which you've seen so far. I like them both. I mean, it's about as good as I've ever felt about a backup quarterback that yes, I remember yes. all these years covering the Saints. I mean, um, it's hard to believe that, you know, he's not competing for a starting job in this league right now. And, and 
I mean, they say there's going to be six potential first-round picks at the quarterback position next year. I mean, the, the supply and demand at quarterback is unlike we've never seen. There's another camp where Teddy Bridgewater is just somebody's backup right now, too, among others. Right. So, um, but uh, but you you know, I I I think Jameis Winston. I don't think it's competition. You know, Jameis Winston obviously has to get his polish back after you know rehabbing from the ACL, and he right. you know looked really good today. And I you know I think he's just going continue to get better and better and i don't think this will be an open competition and i think Jameis winston's ceiling is higher uh and there's a reason why he signed the contract he did but i do think if anything were to happen for a short term or a long term um i don't think it would change your prediction of you know what their record's going to be or who's going to win the game I, I think that would be a pretty seamless transition how good can this defense be in your opinion well how good can they be we just saw it down the stretch last year yes um it, to me, that's a lofty goal. If you say just be as good as you were last year, that might be mm-hmm. an impossible standard because they were so good. They were as good as any in the league. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, the, the the capper being that nine nothing win at Tampa Bay when they shut out Tom Brady late in the season. Um, so there are some questions about can they maintain it? Um, will the pass rush still be as good while Marcus Davenport's working his way back from injury? And Cam Jordan and Demario Davis are a year older, and Marcus Williams and Malcolm Jenkins aren't here anymore, and you've mm-hmm. got the transition at the safety position. But um, I think David Onyemata could be better. I think Peyton Turner could be better. If Marcus Davenport is actually healthier than he was, he could be one of the best defensive ends in the league. Uh, Pete Werner's got another year in his belt. Marshawn Lattimore was as good as he's ever been last year. Paulson Adebo we haven't talked about. He's having the right. best camp of anyone through through sure. one week. I thought maybe Bradley Roby would, would push him, but uh, he looks like he is taking another step up after that great rookie year he had. So there's so much talent on this defense that uh, certainly uh, they're going to, again, be you know, the strength of this team and a reason why they're probably a playoff team. Final question. We've got about a minute and a half left. Uh, your thoughts of Dennis Allen, how he's handled camp so far? I mean, he he's so clearly, I think, comfortable in the role. He's, you know, I, 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 it's funny. I've had the same conversation with a lot of people where I don't worry about Dennis Allen. I think he was so qualified and and ready to be a head coach, deserving of being a head coach. I have more confidence in him than a lot of other hires in recent years in the NFL. What we don't know yet is is just the the other half of the equation: losing Sean Payton. I mean, it would be a disservice to Sean Payton to say that your team's not going to take a step back after losing one of the greatest coaches uh, in NFL history and certainly one of the greatest offensive minds. And, and the question is, I think they got, I think they replaced him with the right guy. And I think, you know, he obviously is not trying to make drastic changes around here. Mm-hmm. The question is just how do you quantify how much Sean Tate will be missed? And, and that one's going to be impossible to say until they're in the heart of it, I think. No, I agree with you there. Mike, thanks as always. Thanks for uh, your, your your thoughts. Also, again, your opinions as well as, again, uh, your time. We appreciate it very much. Uh, tell the folks what you got coming up for us on ESPN and how folks can follow you on social media. Yeah, actually, my next feature is going to be uh, left uh, out of left field on uh, Undrafted Rookie. It was a really fascinating backstory. Uh, uh, that should be coming up within the week, and uh, then I'll be uh, – you know, now that I'm teaming with uh, Catherine T- Terrell and uh, sort of past the yes. uh, her, I'll be doing a lot uh, more fantasy work over the next month as well, too. Okay. And and uh, at Mike Trippett on, on Twitter, right? Yep. There you go. Mike, thanks for your time, bud. Appreciate it here. Thanks for that. That's uh, Mike Trippett of ESPN. I'm Eric Asher. We'll be right back.
Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Oppenheim. Are you looking to add more ground clearance or enjoying your terrains? Or you want to improve the ride quality and hauling capacity of your car, truck, or SUV? Then Southern Tire has the answer. We are your lift and leveling kit experts. If you enjoy going off-road, Southern Tire has the lift kit for your vehicle. Our suspension lift kits will increase ground clearance and the performance of your vehicle. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Contractors, tired of the runaround when you need an insurance quote? At Dave Mead Insurance, we are an independent insurance agency, so we make it easy to get that quote for your next job. We offer general liability, workman's comp, automobile and property insurance, and we will search over 50 insurance companies to get the right policy at the best price. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMeatInsAgency.com. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. Hey, Eric, welcome to the newly renovated TikTok. Come on in. Quick, close the door, Mike. You're letting the flies out. All right, don't start that again. Hey, look, we've been back operating almost two months now. Yeah, and your sign just say, sorry, we're back open. Stop. Come on. So what do you think about the new paint job and the repaved parking lot? I think you can put lipstick on a pig, but it's still a... All right, enough is enough. The TikTok Cafe open 24-7 at the intersection of Causeway and I-10 in Metairie. Ray Maliarts are here for eBay Motors. You're driving along and some nimrod cuts you off. You hit the horn. <laughs> Jeez, it sounds like a goose in distress. Time to head over to eBay Motors. They have horns for every make and model, not to mention horn pads, steering wheels, wiring, and more. 122 million parts. You can even go for an upgrade. That <laughs> looks like Mr. Cutoff Man needs a new seat cover. Try eBay Motors, pal. Get the right parts at the right prices. eBay Motors, let's ride. Wireless headphones. That'll be $200. I'll use my Capital One Quicksilver card. Now that's a hit. You used the Capital One Quicksilver card, which makes you the hero of every purchase. With Quicksilver, you earn unlimited 1.5% cash back on every purchase everywhere. I wanted running music, but unlimited 1.5% cash back is pretty heroic. Good instincts. Every hero needs a theme song. The Capital One Quicksilver card. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. If you're injured in a car crash, never settle for less than you deserve from the insurance company. And don't settle for just any law firm. Demand Dudley DeBosier. It's always our goal to get you the maximum compensation you deserve. And with our no-fee guarantee, you pay us nothing. No fees, no costs, or expenses unless we get you money. Call now, and we'll review your case for free. That's the Dudley DeBosier difference. Call 504-444-4444. That's 504-444-4444. Chad Dudley, New Orleans. LA 221 
Don't forget about Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. You come home tonight, the AC's not working. Don't fret. Just call Burkhardt. ACpromise.com. ACpromise.com. Doesn't matter where, where you live in the metropolitan area. They got trucks strategically set up to get to you after hours. So after hours service, they got you covered. That's Burkhardt. ACpromise.com. ACpromise.com. Thanks to Mike Triplett for joining us on the program. We'll be right back after these messages. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com and tell them Eric sent you.
Hour number two of Inside New Orleans, 106.1 FM Nash Icon on your radio dial, taking your at home each and every weekday afternoon, 4 to 6. Thank you so much for listening to the program. iHeart Radio app, TuneIn Radio app, digital platforms. You can take the show with you anywhere. NashFM1061.com, EricAsher.com on the World Wide Web. Our podcast is, you can say it, everywhere. Anchor's our home base. We're on all podcasting platforms. Search Inside New Orleans Show with Eric Asher. You'll find it uh, fairly easily. And, of course, our social media platforms, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. And uh, this week on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports, we feature award-winning journalist Les East will join us on the show. will be coming from Saints Camp. Uh, that's this Thursday and every Thursday at 1 p.m. with our live broadcast on LAE. Uh, also live streaming on the WLA-TV YouTube page. And then the rebroadcasts begin 6 p.m. on WLA-TV on Thursday night, 10 o'clock on the Deuce. Friday night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock LAE. Saturday morning at 2 a.m. on the Deuce. Uh, Saturday afternoon at 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. That's the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. This week featuring Les East of CrestedSports.com and Saturday Down South. I want to thank Mike Trippett of ESPN for joining us for the program. Always good to have Mike on the show. Uh, Larry Holder of The Athletic will join us this afternoon at 535. Normally with us on a Monday. Had to, had to beg off until today. Uh, and, of course, we'll talk to him about um, the tampering situation with the uh, Dolphins, the Bucks, and also the Saints, and also the Deshaun Watson uh, uh, situation as well. We'll get into all that. Just recapping what we talked about in hour number one for those that, again, they're just tuning in, the 5 o'clockers getting into your, in, into your vehicle. After a six-month investigation, the NFL has taken away the Miami Dolphins' first-round pick in 2023 and a third-round pick in 2024. Miami uh, owner Stephen Ross was fined $1.5 million, is suspended until October the 17th. He's banished from the Dolphins' facilities and operations, been removed from all uh, league committees, and, and, and definitely cannot attend NFL meetings. Uh, and um, also um, his partner, Bruce Beal, has been fined $500,000, cannot attend league meetings for the rest of 2022. Uh, again, uh, after a six-month investigation, they found that, again, the Miami Dolphins tampered uh, with Tom Brady when he was with the um, when he was with the uh, uh, with the Patriots in 2019-2020. He was under contract uh, with them. Uh, that was, again, uh, Beal, who was involved in discussions there, who kept Ross and the Dolphins executives informed of the discussions with Brady. Um, and then, of course, the Dolphins uh, did this, again, had impermissible communications with Brady and his agent during the, after the 2021 season while he was under contract to the Buccaneers. Those discussions uh, happened no, no earlier than uh, December of 2021. They focused on Brady becoming a limited partner in the Dolphins and also possibly serving as, again, football executive. And at times they also uh, reached the, uh, the possibility of him playing, uh, playing quarterback uh, for the Dolphins as well. Both Ross and Bia were active in those discussions. Then come, again, the situation with the New Orleans Saints. In January of 2022, the Dolphins had impermissible communications with Don Yee, the agent for uh, Sean Payton, and also the agent for Tom Brady, by the way, um, about Payton serving as the Miami head coach. Miami did not seek consent from the Saints to have these discussions, and they occurred before Payton announced his decision to move on uh, as head coach of the New Orleans Saints. Following that announcement, Miami did request permission to speak to Payton for the first time. Uh, the Saints declined to grant that. Now, there's no evidence, supposedly, that Ross offered to pay former uh, head football coach uh, Flores the $100,000 per loss, uh, but again, it's there. 
And, and what the NFL saying is that the comments may have been made, but they, they, they were made in jest. Okay? It was not serious. Okay, first of all, I ain't buying that, okay? And you shouldn't be buying it either, okay? When an owner's sitting down, again, talking to his head coach, and he brings up the possibility of losing uh, for, again, to be able to get a better draft uh, uh, draft selection, and, he, and he's offering $100,000 out there, and he wants to leave himself a little wiggle room here by saying, ah, oh, it wasn't really serious, okay? Right? And then look at the track record of Ross. Total disregard for NFL rules. You're going to believe Ross over Flores? Give me a break. I'm not. Okay, and also I said, talk about this in the first hour. NFL's worried about this, right? Especially when you talk about the integrity of the game, being paid to lose games for better draft uh, selection, right? Because of what? Gambling, right? They're involved with, uh, with again, casinos now. They're their partners, uh, you know. Uh, again, the, the, the integrity of the game. So, you know, they, they can never be tied to a situation where a coach was incentivized or a player was incentivized to lose a game, Right? So, again, the NFL's got something to be able to, again, uh, to put up against the shield. Look, I, I said this in the first hour, uh, and I said it when Mike Florio broke this story almost four months ago. Uh, I did find it strange that on at least two occasions, Mickey Loomis had an opportunity to be able to speak about, again, his time with Sean Payton and, and declined to do that, said he wasn't ready to do it. And maybe, again, it tells us now why, okay, uh, that he was upset about the situation. And I said it before. I said it earlier today. You know, the only injured party in this, it's not, the, it's, not the, it's not the Bucks. They got a Super Bowl from Tom Brady. It, it's not the Patriots. They had already moved on from Tom Brady again when, when all this was going on. It is the New Orleans Saints who lost their head coach. And, you know, you can't, you can't convince me that Don Yee did not go back to Sean Payton and his wife and tell them that, look, the Dolphins would like to have you as head coach. They're going to offer you $25 million. You're going to have full control. And, oh, wait, you know what? Tom Brady might be your quarterback especially after the flirtation with Tom Brady and the Saints uh, in, 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 um, in Breeze's last year. You remember the scenario. If Breeze doesn't come back, Brady's going to be the quarterback here in New Orleans. So the Dolphins have, to have, have, given a, Dolphins have two first-round picks this year. Uh, their, their pick in, in 2023 and the, and, the, and the Niners pick. The NFL took their 2023 first-round pick. And, again, that goes poof into, into thin, thin air. The third-round pick in, in, the, in the 2024 draft has also been taken from the Dolphins. But what do the Saints get? Saints don't get anything. The Saints, the Saints, to me, are the injured party here. They should get something out of this. And, again, maybe multiple in the first-round picks, but they didn't get anything. And believe me, ladies and gentlemen, I will be all over this tonight. I will be looking to see if there's a history of, at any point in the NFL, did, it, did the NFL award a, a team – Again, draft picks from a team that was tampering. And if that precedent has been set, then I ask the question to Roger Goodell, why not now? Why not now? You know, um, and so this situation to me, again, just stinks, totally stinks with, with, uh, with again, the, the, the tampering and the fact that, you know, the Saints are left without their head coach who abruptly leaves. And then, of course, uh, you know, the, 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 the compensation or possible compensation because of the tampering, the Saints get nothing. They get nothing at all. The, again, Brady's still with the Bucks. He was already leaving the Patriots. Sean Payton gone. Leaves the Saints. Shifting gears now, now you can hear my whole uh, comments, uh, monologue on that. If you want to go back to the uh, 
uh, to the first hour on the on the podcast. That'll be up about 20 minutes after the program ends. But I do want to move on and clarify some things about Deshaun Watson. First of all, Drew Davenport is a former criminal attorney. He's also part of Football Guys. Uh, I follow him on Twitter throughout, again, a lot of these cases that have to do uh, with the NFL when it comes to, to, to the legalese. And I think he does a great job in breaking it down. You should try to follow him, again, if you're interested in that. Um, one of the things he talked about, again, as he, as he went through, again, the ruling from, from, uh, from Sue Robinson on Deshaun Watson was uh, that they were using a burden of proof uh, and the preponderance of evidence that they, they would use in a civil court. Okay? So, again, that's less than what you would have to have in, in a criminal situation. And the burden was on the NFL to be able to prove that, again, Watson was in violation of, of NFL rules. Uh, the NFL argued that Watson had violated three provisions of, of the, of the uh, personal conduct policy. Number one, sexual assault. Number two, general danger to safety and the well-being of another. Number three, undermining or putting at risk the integrity of the NFL. Robinson found that Watson violated all three of those provisions based on the evidence presented. Let me say this right now for a second as a sidebar. Uh, think about Alvin Kamara and think about two of those. Again, genuine danger and safety, the well-being of another, undermining or putting at risk the integrity of the NFL. Okay, those are two, the two again, personal conduct policies that Kamara has violated with his situation uh, in Las Vegas. It'll be interesting to see again how this plays out. I'll tell you what, what, what Mr. Davenport has to say about it uh, but when we finish up with Deshaun Watson. Um, Robinson, uh, uh, Judge Robinson made a point to, to mention all the common behaviors that, that, uh, that, that were involved with Watson uh, in this deal. She didn't, she didn't give him a, a pass here using his Instagram to be able to contact the women, asking for privacy. Again, the, uh, again, rem- uh, the, uh, uh, the, do not, uh, the, the non-disclosure agreements, right? Asking for work on his glutes and groin, using his status as an NFL quarterback, using the small t- towel instead of the draping that you would use when you get a massage. Sec- uh, she also specific- specifically pointed out that, again, Watson's statements about the allegations she found were the, her ca- his categorical denials were not credible. She goes on to say, and I quote, it, get, it, it is difficult to give weight to a complete denial when, when, when weighted against the credible testimony of investigators. She also, again, uh, as, as, uh, as, as Drew Davenport put it, uh, just uh, disposed, of uh, those two uh, against each other by saying that uh, the, the total evidence pointed to what actually happened is, and I quote, it is more probable than not that he made inappropriate sexual contact with these women. That's, again, Judge Robinson. Uh, so if he violated all three of the clauses, and Robinson thinks, again, that, uh, that, that he did it, um, everybody wants to know why only six games. Well, the reason why? Because of the NFL. Because of a precedent that's been set up by the NFL. According to Robinson, okay, uh, the NFL cannot unilaterally change their punishment decisions without giving proper notice to those that are affected. Uh, she found the NFL had not properly handled, the, again, previous cases based on the Ray Rice case and others. So they couldn't jump from a year suspension, from a six-game suspension to a year suspension without notice. So, again... The request to jump up to ban to a year ban was, in her eyes, unacceptable. I'll, I'll quote: "While it may be entirely appropriate uh, to be a more severely disciplined players for nonviolent sexual conduct, I do not believe it's appropriate to do so without notice of, ex- of of the extraordinary." 
In other words, you did not give everyone notice that you're changing the rules. So just like the Ray Rice case, the NFL is trying to do it again. Because of public outcry, now they want to change the rules on again on punishment. She goes on to say, defining prohibitive conduct plays a critical role in the rule of law, enabling people to predict the consequence of their behavior. It is inherently unfair to identify conduct as prohibited only after the conduct has been committed. She found the NFL lacking in this process, and she said even though, again, Watson was in violation of the rules. She went on to say, uh, as to his punishment, she considered, again, his lack of remorse, his tardiness in terms of the report of the first suit, uh, the fact that he is a first-time offender, and the fact that he has a record in the community. She came to the conclusion, again, that she's imposing the harshest penalty that was ever given to a non-violent offender involving sexual conduct, uh, that his claim that his conduct was more egregious than, again, than any other conduct that has ever been reviewed by the NFL. But she couldn't do any more because she claims, again, the precedent was already set by the NFL on, on, on the six games with Ray Rice. She also said something that I talked about yesterday. She said she's not taking into account the 17 games that he sat out last year, that he wasn't on the exempt list, and then again, that, that Watson, again, Watson, again, that had nothing to do with it. She closed the door on that argument, noted that, again, he was not placed on the exempt list, and he could receive credit against any punishment. Then comes, again, the question of an NFL appeal. Uh, well, we, we, we really don't know. Uh, the, the question is, again, uh, whether or not the, 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 the punishment now fits the violations out there. Okay? Um, Goodell is still bound by the facts and the findings of, of, of Judge Robinson's decision. She called it a, a binding uh, findings of fact. That's her quote. He cannot unilaterally change things without sufficient showing on why he's changing it or, again, how Robinson somehow missed the mark, and that's according uh, to Drew Davenport. He goes on to say it's important to, to remember because Robinson is acutely aware of the fact that she has, that, that, that has done her best to nail down all corners in this case that, again, there, there could be an appeal, uh, but, again, it, that the commission does not have the unilateral right now that, again, they, they have this, um, this independent arbitrator that has been brought in so that, again, the, the commissioner is not judge, jury, and executioner to be able to go against it, especially the first time they're utilizing this. So now that, again, this is, they have three days to appeal, okay, and then the opposing party has two days to respond. And it'll be interesting to see, again, ultimately, how that works out. So if you want to blame anybody at this point on why Deshaun Watson is not getting the book thrown at him, blame the NFL. The NFL has turned its head, a blind, turned its blind eye on sexual assault. On, again, the, the way the players have treated women in the past. Again, in a lot of cases, looking the other way. In some cases, because, again, of, of, of video of the incident and public outcry, having to do something. And because of the precedent that was set in terms of, of the punishments that were given out previously, uh, Judge Robinson felt her hands were tied in, in terms of, again, giving, giving again, a, more, a, 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 um, a, a longer or, or, or stronger penalty which is what the NFL wanted, which, again, the NFL wanted it uh, um, unlimited. We're going to give him at least a year, and he was going to have to reapply. doesn't look like it's going to happen now. So 
basically, he gets six games, a six-game suspension for sexually assaulting and inappropriate conduct with 25 women. I mentioned yesterday, again, that 23 games, if you count 17 games last year and six games this year, that doesn't even match up to, again, the 25 women who came forward, 24 of those who sued, 23 of those who settled out of court. But it's not even that. It's six games, and that's it. And that's based off, again, where the NFL rules and the precedent have been set. So it'll be interesting to see, ultimately, if Goodell, if the NFL, uh, again, appeals this ruling, and what they do it on, what, on the basis of what. Because she based her ruling on, again, um, the precedent had been set on, again, how previous players have been punished, again, with nonviolent sexual assault. So we'll see how it plays out. But it looks like Deshaun Watson is going to get a slap on the wrist. You can say, oh, he sat out 17 games last year, and he, and he sat out and he lost $10 million. Again, I remind you of what I talked about yesterday. This had nothing to do with sexual assault last year until it did. Remember, he wanted to, name, he wanted to be in the room to name the head coach, and he wasn't allowed to do that. And when he wasn't allowed to do that, he started pouting like a baby. Okay, and he said, I'm not playing for the Texans anymore. And, of course, it got to the point where they ended up again uh, telling him, look, just go away. Okay, and now there's $10 million on the line here. But he didn't, he didn't lose, a, use, lose a, a year of service. Okay, and, and he wasn't put on the exempt list by, by the commissioner. So ultimately, again, at least Judge Robinson felt in her, in her role as, as the mediator here that, again, that she had no other choice but to go, again, based on, again, what previous punishments had been because the NFL, again, has not done enough to be able to protect women from, again, uh, from, from their players. And that's just the bottom line, okay? And it's a slap in the face to every, every female fan that's out there or, uh, that, that, or again, in, in, any, any male, again, that, again, that supports the NFL, like I do, right? And going on, on, on the treatment of women. And, and the fact that, again, they can't do more than six games for a guy that's a sexual predator. I said this before. Big difference between Alvin Kamara's situation in, in Las Vegas and, and, and Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson, everything he did was premeditated. Again, for the non-disclosure agreement to getting, again, the, the membership of the Houstonian, which was helped in, in part and parcel by the Houston Texans. Where, where are they culpable in this? And then also, again, premeditate on what he was going to do. 66 women, 66 masseuse, okay, uh, contacting on Instagram. Oh, by the way, as part of her ruling, she, again, uh, if, if Watson wants a masseuse, he has to do it within the Cleveland Browns organization. Can I go outside? Here's another part of this. You know the NFL doesn't want to bring up this can of worms here. They did nothing to Bob Kraft. Robert Kraft did nothing when he went to get his happy ending in turn, and, and, and was busted, right, in Florida in the Super Bowl weekend, right? Never happened. You got shoved under the rug, nothing happens, okay? So, again, how do you do that? And, and, and you have an owner that's involved, not, not to, the, the, to the point of sexual assault, okay, but obviously doing something illegal. Only gets a slap on the wrist, if anything. And then, of course, now, what are you going to do with your player? It's a pattern with the NFL, and it's a problem. It's a real problem. And if you're, if you're a female season ticket holder, right now you're probably thinking twice about wanting to be able to go out there and, and support the NFL based on, again, how they've allowed women to be treated. It's garbage, absolute garbage. All right, before we go to break, I want to, want to quickly jump into the Alvin Kamara situation. Uh, according to Drew Davenport, again, who is a great follow on Twitter, um, he believes that with yesterday's continuance, that it, it is going to be continued once again, and, and that, that uh, unless there's a scenario where the Saints are out of the playoff picture late in the season, 
uh, that that maybe Kamara would be, would would be um, inclined to take a deal um, with the courts, set a lot of court, obviously with the with the uh, uh, with the victim as I've been talking about all along, and take whatever punishment is coming. Now again, I mentioned it earlier. Uh, Deshaun Watson violated two parts of of the um, of of the um, of the NFL's conduct clause, and so has Kamara. In the case of um, in the case of of Deshaun Watson, it was three different uh, parts of the of the conduct clause in which in which he um, in which he violated sexual assault. Okay, but here are the two that that equate to Alvin Kamara: Gen- genuine danger and safety to an, uh, and well-being of another, undermining or putting at risk the integrity of the NFL. He's in violation of both of those. Now, how far is the NFL going to take it? Uh, remember, Kamara's never been in, in trouble before. Can, can they bring this down to a, to a, a misdemeanor instead of a felony, which it is now? Can he settle out of court with, with this individual? And that means, again, not just him, but it's him, um, the, the Kansas City Chief defensive back, and there are two other, other perpetrators that are involved in this that have been accused here. Can all four of those guys uh, be in a situation where, again, uh, they've worked out their deal with prosecutors and they've worked out their deal with the victim? And how much does that weight does that have on this going forward? So it'll be interesting to see again how that kind of plays out. But again, according to um, to Drew Davenport, again he believes that they're going they're going to play rope a dope on this and try to be able to push this in into uh, the summertime. Uh, and then of course maybe again if there is any any um, any any suspension that has to be uh, has to be um, fulfilled, that that will probably happen at the beginning of next season. We'll see how it plays out. Uh, but so far, again, uh, I mean, that's pretty much where I've been as well. I think that it's going to be uh, the, the, the charge is going to be reduced. I think he's going to try to settle out of court. And, and, and at that point, you've got to hope that the NFL is not going to throw the book at him simply because he wears a fleur de lis on his helmet. He is in violation of at least two of, of the conduct, uh, uh, two uh, uh, portions of the conduct policy. And I just told you about those. Uh, but then also, how much pressure is going to be on the NFL now with giving Deshaun Watson a six-game suspension for, again, sexually assaulting um, or, again, um, uh, being involved in, in, in sexual assault with at least 25 women, 24 of those who filed suit, 23 of them settled and still one staying out there. If Kamara gets anything more than a game, uh, again, it's just, it, it's just an, an egregious imbalance in the, in the way that the NFL looks at the New Orleans Saints. And I'll say it again. The Saints should be getting draft picks for the tampering, and Kamara should be getting the slap on the wrist based on, again, his previous, um, his previous issues where he's never had any problems uh, with the law, and he's been a solid citizen as an NFL uh, player. All right, we'll take a break. I'm going to get Larry's Holder's take on this when, when we come back from The Athletic. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. My name is Eric Asher. Look, you know I'm, I'm calling it like I see it, okay? I'm calling it like, it may not be, again, Mike Trippett didn't agree with me. Mike has his own opinion. Larry may not agree with me. I'm calling it the way I see it. And the way I see it is Saints are getting screwed, okay? They're getting screwed by the league once again. They'd be, they're the injured party here. They should be getting something, something, and they're not. Uh, basically, the Dolphins got um, uh, got picks taken away from them, but they, they go into, again, poof, they're gone. Doesn't help the Saints in any. Saints are sitting here again with a with a, a basically and I'll do air quotes here a rookie head coach. We have no idea how Dennis Allen's going to be as head coach. We hope he's going to be again the next great head coach in the world. We have no idea. And I said this earlier today. 
How are you going to feel next year or the following year when Peyton goes to wherever he goes and he starts raiding the Saints coaching staff or starts raiding the Saints free agents? How are you going to feel about it then? And the Saints maybe get a, you know, as Mike was saying, the further we get along this, maybe again you're not going to get multiple first-round picks. You're going to get maybe the compensation that maybe a lot of people believe they, the Saints should get. We'll see how it plays out. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. If you're in the market for a generator, Burkhardt are the experts. That's right, Burkhardt Air Conditioning, Heating, Generator, Sales, and Service. Also doing electrical work for you as well. Don't forget about that. At Burkhardt, it's so easy. I swear it is. They make the process so easy. From Jason Burkhardt coming in and sitting down with you in a consultation, again, not trying to sell you anything, wants to give you knowledge, wants to, again, let you know everything you need to know about a generator, uh, the types of generators that are out there, so you can make a decision on, your, on, what, on how much generator you need for your home or your business. You make the decision. No hard sell. And then, of course, their dedicated generator team does it all, the whole process. You do nothing except pick your generator and, of course, set up the terms on how you're going to pay. Remember, financing is available to generators. You can pay that over time. They will take care of planning at Burkhardt, your permits, your inspection. They'll meet the inspectors. There's multiple inspectors that have to be done. A Burkhardt employee, uh, will be, as part of that generator team, will be here to meet those inspectors. They do it all for you, everything. Installation, inspections, permits, all of it, everything. Planning, the whole process. And then, of course, single-day install. After you guys come to an agreement on what generator you want, Burkhardt will put it in in one day for you. New quality check, install check, check after one month. That means they come out after a month to make sure you're, you're comfortable on how to work the, the, the system. And then, of course, 24-7, 365 emergency service when it comes to your generator. And that doesn't matter whether, again, Burkhardt installed it or not. You got a generator, your generator goes down, you can't find your company, you call Burkhardt. They'll be out there. Again, and if, if it's after a storm, you got to wait until, again, it's safe for the guys to get out there. But let's just say, again, it's one of those everyday power deals that we have out here in New Orleans, right? In the metropolitan area where your power goes out and maybe your generator doesn't kick on. you got a problem. They'll be out to take care of it for you. Burkhardt has 24-7, 365 emergency service on generator sales. I'm oh, sorry, on generator service and a fully warehouse fully stocked with all the parts. When it comes to generator sales and service, that's their business. Trust them. It's Burkhardt, acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. All right, you're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Coming up next, Larry Holder, The Athletic. Hi, this is Ken Trahan. The Three Tailgaters Show is a Saturday morning tradition on 1061 Nash Icon. Tune in every Saturday morning from 10 a.m. to noon with my partner Ed Daniels of WGNO and WNOL to join me to talk sports with you every single week with your calls as well. The Three Tailgaters Show, Saturday mornings, 10 a.m. to noon on 1061 Nash Icon. This report is sponsored by ExpressPros.com. Take the stress out of your job search. Visit ExpressPros.com for jobs from a variety of industries. With more than 850 locally owned offices, the Express team is ready to help you find your next job. Go to ExpressPros.com. Delays are solid if you're traveling on 10 eastbound from just past City Park to the high rise. In the meantime, delays are going to be solid if you're traveling eastbound along the Crescent City connection from just before Chapatulas to the Camp Street exit. And be mindful of accidents, General DeGaulle at Hindi Street and also South Claiborne at State Street. I'm Ed Robinson broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. Traffic is brought to you by DA Exterminating. Proud to be locally owned and serving over 60 years. Don't let this happen to your largest investment. Call DA Exterminating now. We're ready and waiting to protect your home from potential disaster called termites. Call DA now or visit us on the web at daexterminating.com. 
On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue. Open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportspeed is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportspeed is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportspeed Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can have. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhart to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhart always says, trust is the foundation of our business. Just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana we all go. Why not enjoy the go with Charmin? Whether it's the irresistible cushiony softness of Charmin Ultra Soft or the superior strength and absorbency of Charmin Ultra Strong. Either way, you can't go wrong. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock. Thanks so much for being there. I certainly appreciate it. Remember, the podcast will be available for you about 20 minutes after the show ends. If you want to go back and hear my, my thoughts on on the tampering of the uh, Miami Dolphins on Sean Payton. Uh, again, also, again, what we talked about just recently with the, the Sean Watson um, uh, situation, all that will be up on, on the podcast for you uh, this evening. All right, uh, joining us in the program now, Larry Holder of The Athletic. He covers the NFL uh, for The Athletic. Larry, how are you, bud? I'm good, buddy. Um, <laughs> certainly a busy two days, to say the least, uh, across the no, league. No doubt. Larry, I had Mike on earlier. You know, Mike. Mike has a, Mike's very, very easy going, and, and and got one of those uh, kind of like you know one of those straight temperaments. You really can't get Mike too high or too low, right? He he'd be like the perfect coach because he's not going to get too excited one way or the other. But I had him on a little bit earlier, and and I was talking about the situation with um, with Miami, uh, the tampering with um, with Tom Brady, the tampering with with Sean Payton, and um, uh, my, my feeling is that you know. Uh, Yes, the Dolphins lost a first pick this year, a first round pick this year, and a third round pick next year. But to me, the injured party here 
are the New Orleans Saints. Okay, with Sean Payton no longer their their um, their head coach, and the fact that you know this happened before Sean, uh, you know, uh, decided to move on uh, from from the New Orleans Saints, and I mean, I guess if you can if you want to try to connect the dots here, uh, you know, the fact that Don Yee, his uh, his agent, uh, was in contact with the Dolphins through the situation, um, and the, the Saints have got no compensation uh, for again being the injured party here in terms of losing their head coach. Now, some people could say it's a stretch. To me, again, if, I, if I'm the agent for Sean Payton and that, that, that is brought up to me, the possibility of, of uh, Brady being the, uh, you know, a part owner, maybe the quarterback, uh, maybe Brady and, Bra- Brady and Payton together in, in Miami, much like and there was a lot of thought that if, if Breeze didn't come back, it would be uh, Brady and Payton here in New Orleans. Um, but obviously, again, this was done without going through the proper channels of the NFL and getting permission. So, at this point, in my opinion, the Saints need some type of compensation, okay, because they're the injured party. Their, their coach is no longer here. Brady's got, is still in Tampa. They got a Super Bowl. It looked as though the situation was already, again, on its way out at, you know, up, in, um, up in, uh, in New England when all this was going down with Brady before. And Brady didn't sign with the Dolphins. He signed with the Bucks. So, just give me your thoughts on everything that you've read, everything you've heard, everything you've studied today. On, on the situation with the Dolphins, and then as it pertains to the New Orleans Saints. Should there be compensation for the Saints? Am I way out of bounds on this? Your thoughts? Yeah, I definitely wrote up <laughs> the whole story today. I wrote up about 1,200 words in about 30 minutes, which is hard to do in, yes. in journalism world. Yes. Uh, but, but still, uh, yeah, it, it's definitely something. We Obviously, we have heard kind of the trickles of the story floating around, but – uh, when you, when it comes back to it, I mean, it's certainly something that the NFL even said. It's like the most egregious thing they've ever seen in terms of tampering. Uh, less with Sean Payton, but more with Tom Brady. So mm-hmm. here's the thing. If you are, and, and just going by what you're saying, the Saints need to be compensated. Well, what does that mean about Tampa, and what does that mean with the Patriots too? I mean, would like would, you'd have to compensate all these? People. I would not have a problem uh, with, with with Tampa getting a third round pick. I would not have right. a problem with again the 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 um, uh, the, uh, the New England Patriots also getting something. But I'm just saying that Tampa, you know, he ended up with Tampa. He didn't leave Tampa. But I mean, I get it. If there was tampering there, yes, they should they should be getting a forfeited pick from the Dolphins. No doubt about it. Well, I, I understand where you're coming from in the sense that, okay, maybe the picks should be shifted, but that's just not what the rules are. I mean, that's just not what, what it is. is so, there? And I'm going to look it up tonight because I couldn't find it today, Larry. I looked and I yeah. looked and I couldn't find it. Is there a precedent yeah. at any point where a team was tampered with or a player was tampered with or, you know, again, there was tampering involved in a coach and that the draft choices were awarded to the team that, again, that, that was tampered with? I, I can't recall a, a situation where some team was benefited because another team tampered. And I don't think that's part of the rules. It's basically more about the uh, the guilty party forfeiting picks, which is going to happen mm-hmm. with Miami. But uh, it, it's but it's also it's like it, it's uh, it's pretty amazing how <laughs> how desperate Miami is. I mean and. They know the rules, and they just were 
brazen about it. And right. I mean, it's it's less with Sean Payton. It's more about Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. I mean, like there were whispers about Sean Payton retiring, uh, or well, quote unquote retiring. We know he's going. He's probably going to come back at some point. Right. Uh, but Take, taking know, a sabbatical. <laughs> Right, exactly. Uh, uh, basically a break. And yet, this happened multiple times with Tom Brady once, you know, while he was with the Patriots, and then another time while he was with the Buccaneers. And so, it's amazing how just brazen the Dolphins were with this. And, uh, you know, like, I, I get where the Dolphins were seeing kind of the writing on the wall, maybe Sean Payton's going to leave, but but Tom Brady, I mean, it's it's the whole thing is kind of wild. But for but look, I get where you're coming from in wondering and asking for the league to compensate the Saints. But it's not like they were in this wild situation where it's happened for years. And uh, you know, there there are definitely stories that are lurking that. Sean Payton would have left for the Cowboys. I mean, should the mm-hmm. Cowboys be penalized too? So, uh, well, did the Cowboys tamper? Did they tamper? Well, I don't know. Really? That's a thing. See, at the I, very least, I would say that Payton and and Brady should never be allowed to be part of the Dolphins organization. At the very least, oh, okay. Uh, oh yeah. Well, I, I don't. I don't assume they would ever be anyway. So it, it doesn't right. matter. But but so I'm saying there should be a ban. Again, you, you tampered. You went after these 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 particular individuals. At the very least, you know what? The, the, they can. I don't care if it's two years from now, five years from now. Again, uh, you know, you can never be part of the of the Dolphin organization. Well, I don't think Sean Payton would want to be part of the Dolphins organization in general. Well, so there was what was the what was the the, the, the figure being thrown out? Something like twenty five million thrown out there. I mean, yeah, it was, saw, it was a lot of money. A buddy of mine, it, yeah, a buddy of mine. I saw Albert Breer uh, from Sports Illustrated. Right, uh, who's obviously uh, you know very good, uh, kind of around the league. Yeah, he, he reported uh, yeah, a four-year deal worth a hundred million dollars. I, mean, I mean, that's that's wild. Larry, let's you, just use you for an example. You and your wife are sitting in the living room. Your agent calls and says, "You know what? Um, uh, Sports Illustrated uh, wants wants to give Larry a contract." Uh, four years, twenty-five million total control of the, uh, you know, o- over everything he does. You, you and your wife are not sitting in the living room at least thinking about that. And you're going to tell I'm me Don Yee did, did at least I'm again put that seed in, in Peyton's room. ear and be in, 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 in his mind at that point, or again, and even if again the situation is that, that we've been, you know, uh, even if he was happy here in New Orleans, to, to be able to hear that 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 doesn't, you know, that doesn't intrigue you any. I'm literally sitting in the living room with my wife right now. If she, what? Uh, uh, if she said, uh, if, if Sports Illustrated offered me $25 million for four years, uh, I think if I didn't accept it, she'd throw me on the curb and, like, walk well, there you go. with the car. Okay, and, and, <laughs> and I'm sure, again, but, I'm sure Miss West Virginia would do the same. Okay? Yeah, but, Especially, again, but with I, the rumors that she was, that again, that she was did not feel safe in New Orleans, that, again, that, that, that you know, that she, she wanted to get out of New Orleans. And there have been rumors running around the city around that, you know, uh, for a long time here. Okay? But that's just, again, that's rumor. But I'm saying, you're not going to tell me that Don Yee didn't at least tell Peyton what was going on behind the scenes. He wouldn't be doing his duty if he did. But but it's also funny because Don Yee's also Tom Brady's agent. So that's just where it all Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) But but look, it's not like, look, Sean, they didn't do anything wrong. I mean, if the Dolphins are coming after him, I mean, it's the Dolphins' fault, dude. No, there's no doubt about it. Yeah. No doubt about it. I agree. Which is why neither 
uh, Tom nor Sean are penalized. So, no, but but, it, but again, if it, it set that the departure in motion, you know, uh, well, you know what, twenty five million might be out there, might be a fresh start. Who knows, man? Maybe Brady is going to go to the Dolphins. Maybe he's going to be part owner. Maybe that might not be a bad situation. You know, I mean, all these things could have happened. I mean, there's conjecture on my part, but that's why I'm right. saying that there should be some compensation coming back the Saints' way because. You know, like I said a couple, like I said earlier today, how are you going to feel in a year or so when, when Peyton comes in and raids your coaching staff and your free agents? How are you going to feel about that? Right. It's just not the way it works. I mean, that's not. No. I, I get it. I get where you're coming from, but that's just not the way it works. And so, but when you look at it, I do think, though, that Sean just wanted a break. I don't, I don't think the, mm-hmm. the, I really, look, I've known Sean for a long time. I know you have. I don't think that. Sean all of a sudden took a break because maybe he's going to become the Dolphins coach and make that kind of money. Or the Cowboys coach. Right. Well, well, he, he, heck, the Chargers, I mean, if they flounder. Oh, I'm I telling you, that that's, that's, the number, that's number one on hit list. Right. Well, Cowboys too, but you're right on yep. that. But still, I don't think he stepped aside because of some sort of deal back, you know, backyard deal mm-hmm. that could happen. So I think that he just wanted to step aside and meet in a minute. And I get it. Like, uh, I, look, you and me have talked about this mm-hmm. umpteen times. Sometimes you, need, you just need a minute. Well, 16 so, years, same place, the whole deal. It right. just, again, he could have wrote his own ticket. Again, if they were offering him 25, I'm sure the Saints are going to be right there with him. Okay? Uh, he had total control. It would have been interesting to see again how this plays out. I do want to move on before we get out of here on the Deshaun Watson situation. It's become much more clear 24 hours after Judge Robinson's ruling that this had everything to do with the precedent that was set in previous sexual assault cases with the NFL on why she did not throw the book in him. Uh, you know, the Ray Rice situation, et cetera. Uh, with, with that said, she does not exonerate him of, of again, his, his, his behavior at all. Again, it's just that she felt constricted by the previous um, um, penalties that were, that, were, that were passed on down by the NFL that she didn't feel comfortable giving him that year suspension or the indefinite suspension on the exemplist. Is, is that what you're reading as well? Right. Uh, same thing with, like, Zeke Elliott. I mean, it was, it was – he got – basically, same thing, suspended for six games. So I feel like, though, that uh, this is a weird – Weird nature of the CBA that all of a sudden, okay, he, she's going to rule this, but the NFL can appeal and Roger Bell yes. can make the penalties uh, harsher. And I'm sure, here's the thing, I'm sure you're getting the same questions as I am. Okay, if Deshaun Watson only gets six games, uh, what does that make for Alvin Kamara? Like, right. let's localize it. Like, that is the big question now sure down is. here. But it also shows why teams were in pursuit for Deshaun Watson, why the Saints were in pursuit for Deshaun Watson. And so when you look at it in that sense, I mean, it's, it's, it's almost like they, they figured what it would be, but I feel like the, there's no way the NFL is going to let six games slide. There's no chance. So is it eight? Is it Which a means year? they're going to have to appeal. All right, because he cannot unilaterally just say that's that's not he's got to appeal, and then, and then at that point, uh, then then they can make that decision, right? Right. Yeah. Based on everything Roger I've been able Dale. to read. Yeah, Roger. Though uh, he's the uh, 
the ruler of the appeal. Right. So it's, right. It's also but this is the first that, time they've used this, though, the arbitrator. Right. right. And, and is Goodell willing to go against what the arbitrators had to say? The arbitrator said, again, the rules are flawed with the NFL, and, and they're the cause of it because, they, again, they did, they did not have stricter rules against this or give more, more of a stronger punishment in the past. And she well, had to go by, again, what was the precedent was set. Right. Well, the arbitrator is not the law. I mean, the NFL no. makes their own laws, so mm-hmm. that's uh, what they Well, is. we're going to see. So, uh, now, again, according, according to her, there are at least two, again, violations of the, of the, of the, of the player conduct. Genuine danger and safety to an, uh, and the well-being of another, undermining or putting the NFL of undermining or putting at risk the integrity of the NFL. Those are two violations that that Kamara is violated. Uh, at least those two. Now, uh, supposedly again, uh, uh, Watson had, had violated three. The other one being sexual assault. So we'll be interested to see again what the NFL does uh, with with Kamara, uh, especially now with the six games for uh, Deshaun Watson before any appeal. Well, yeah, and Kamara had physical violence. I mean, that's on tape. Right. Like, that that on happens. Tape. That's, yeah, right. that's, that's going to eventually doom him <laughs> whenever, whenever that get, gets going. And it's, look, it's 60 days from now until we even see anything right. again with the criminal case. We're still proud to push again, probably. You know, try to get it to the end of the season and maybe try to deal with this, you know, next year. And we'll see how it kind of plays out. I mean, obviously, again, the, there's the civil side of this in which, again, um, Kamara can, can pay off the guy, that, that, the victim. And then there's, there's the, the criminal side where he's not had any issues, where, again, we, again we've seen cases like this be dropped down to a misdemeanor for, again, an individual who's had no priors. Well, I'm not going to predict <laughs> what happens criminally, but, I mean, it, it's uh... – it's not good for Camaro. So I, I look. I'm I'm assuming that he's. I'll just put it to you this way. Uh, How many do you think he's going to get? Yeah. I, look. I I just assume six games. I mean. Okay. It's, uh, yeah. I mean, it's just <laughs> what it is. That would be mind blowing. Okay. Mind blowing. Now again, the, if if the tape is is released, all bets are off. From for again, how 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 bad that is that has been as they described. But we'll see how it kind of plays out. I got a minute and a half, my friend. This one went really, really quick. Uh, tell us about what you got coming up for us on The Athletic and how folks can subscribe as well. Absolutely. At Larry Holder on Twitter and, of course, theathletic.com slash New Orleans or theathletic.com slash NFL. And, uh, yeah, I, I just filed. Uh, uh, look, Sam Mills is getting to the Hall of Fame <laughs> this weekend. Yeah, this weekend. So, yeah, so I uh, – I, I, have a story filed and is going to be running later this week. Uh, I had a re- some really great conversations with Sam uh, about Sam with Jim Mora mm-hmm. and with Bobby Abear and man stories I've never heard and uh, descriptions of things and it's right. But you talk about those two guys, man. It's <laughs> they they can go off the rails and it, it's it, it's a really cool story. So I can't wait to I can't wait to read week. it. Yeah, Can't wait to read it. Come Remember, guys, if you're going to subscribe to The Athletic, do it under Larry's um, uh, byline. Larry gets the credit for it. Let's, make, let's, keep, let's keep our money local here. And as always, my friend, thanks so much for your time. All righty. Great talking to you, buddy. 
Thank you, bud. At Larry Holder on Twitter. Again, that's uh, Larry Holder of The Athletic. Don't forget about Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. You're looking for a company that you can trust when it comes to installing a new air conditioning system for you. It's Burkhardt. They authorize themselves some of the top brands in the industry, and the service after the sale is, is legendary and impeccable. Only doing the work that's necessary. We never gouge, you never cheat you. It's Burkhardt. ACPromise.com. ACPromise.com. We'll be right back. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Apple. Southern Tire, family-owned and operated since 1972, Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. Whether it is your personal vehicle or a fleet account, at Southern Tire, we treat your vehicle like our own. At Southern Tire, we have all the latest diagnostic equipment and ASE-certified technicians the dealerships have without the dealership prices. Hickory & Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we we provide to our customers. Dave Miet Insurance is a full-service independent insurance agency since 1958, offering auto, home, life, health, business, and commercial policies, serving the East Bank, West Bank, North Shore, South Shore, and River Parishes. Dave Miet Insurance is your one-stop insurance specialist. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMietInsAgency.com. Hi, Eric Asher. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. Hey, Eric, 17 years later, we're still open 24-7. Yeah, your sign ought to read, sorry, we're open. Come on, man, 24 hours a day? You know how tough that is? That's a real service to the community. Yeah, the Poison Control Center is open 24 hours, too. Uh, the TikTok Cafe, where the gluten is always free, intersection of I-10 and Causeway, also known as the intersection of salmonella and high cholesterol. At Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, their number one priority is treating people right. Take it from me, Eric Asher. It means getting there quickly in an emergency. They'll be on time and do a perfect job. And it means they promise to give everyone a fair price every time. So if you're looking for a better experience from your generator AC company, or you just got a big quote from someone else and you want a second opinion, let the folks at Burkhardt earn your trust and treat you right. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Ray Maliazzi here for eBay Motors. You're driving along and some nimrod cuts you off. You hit the horn. (laughs) Jeez, it sounds like a goose in distress. Time to head over to eBay Motors. They have horns for every make and model, not to mention horn pads, steering wheels, wiring, and more. 122 million parts. You can even go for an upgrade. (laughs) That looks like Mr. Cutoff Man needs a new seat cover. Try eBay Motors, pal. Get the right parts at the right prices. eBay Motors. Let's ride. Wireless headphones. That'll be $200. I'll use my Capital One Quicksilver card. Now that's a hit. You used the Capital One Quicksilver card, which makes you the hero of every purchase. With Quicksilver, you earn unlimited 1.5% cash back on every purchase everywhere. I wanted running music, but unlimited 1.5% cash back is pretty heroic. Good instincts. Every hero needs a theme song. The Capital One Quicksilver card. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. 
Spud here, and you know the first place I go when my family needs to see a doctor is Rapid Urgent Care. I mean, you're in and out of there in 40 minutes, give or take. You spend that much time in an ER just waiting to get triaged. From a broken ankle to a bee sting to a COVID test, Rapid Urgent Care has got you covered with clinics all over Southeast Louisiana. You don't need an appointment. Just walk right in with your ID and your insurance card. Or you can sign up for their health care partnership. Rapid Urgent Care also has a telemed center. Waiting for your call might save you a trip. Go to rapidurgentcare.com to find out more and to find the clinic nearest you. All right, folks, that's it for me. Thanks so much for tuning in. I want to thank our guest, Mike Trippett, Larry Holder. Also want to thank Rudy back at Studio Producing. Thank you so much for listening to the program. Certainly appreciate it. Also, thanks to our sponsor and sponsor our program. Go to ericasher.com for a slideshow to sponsor sponsor our show. Please continue to support those sponsors, and thanks for those sponsors supporting our program as well. Uh, coming up next, it's All Access with Ken Trahan. Drew Young will be on tomorrow. His guest, Sharif Ishak, and also Lee Burkeen of Louisiana Football Magazine. Keep it right here on 106.1 FM. My name is Eric Asher. Have a wonderful evening. See you tomorrow straight up at 4 o'clock. From the dog catch to the gub, that includes the mayor. They all got to go. Keep it right here on 106.1 FM.